Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and the Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura, and I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. world. So tell me, Tina, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about whether or not we believe that Earth is actually hell. What do you think? Well, I think that my childhood was hell. <laughs> a living. I mean, I mean, if it gets worse than that, uh, I'm a little concerned. But my thought process on it has changed a lot over the years. Growing up, I felt very much like I was taught what everybody in Christianity is taught, mm-hmm. that there's a heaven and there's a hell, that you go to one or the other. If you're a good person, mm-hmm. you go to heaven. If you're a bad person, you go to hell. As this transformation has happened from religion to spirituality, for me, I realized that there is no, quote, hell. Mm-hmm. I am a mom, and I would not banish my own children to some horrific space of spiritual, physical, and emotional torture. And God is so much more than I am. So, I mean, if I wouldn't do it, then why would he? Why would he? Yeah, I was raised in the Catholic Church. And to what they taught us was the, you know, heaven, there's a purgatory, you got in between, and there is a hell. Mm. And the hell they portrayed for us as children was absolutely terrifying. Like what? Just the fire and the heat, and it was hot, and (laughs) and there would be lots of fire and some evil man, you know, with with the pitchfork poking and prodding at you for the for eternity and that actually instilled a fear in me of the word eternity i think of the word eternity and it's it's quite scary to me wow um it it to me it signifies almost pain you know and so we had those drawings and my husband mentioned at one point you know dante in dante's inferno that drawing of just absolute scare you know and you grow up in this catholic church and you know we all aimed for at least purgatory we didn't want hell, but we weren't sure we were going to make it to heaven. So <laughs> maybe I can get it, get into purgatory. But yeah, as I also got away from organized religion and more spirituality, my thought process went into, I think Earth is our hell. And it's a, a, a step we need to take in order to get back to heaven. Um, we'll go more into detail of that, but that that's my belief. I think that the reason that you hate the cold so much is because since you were so terrified of that fiery hell that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. you started prepping yourself with the heat. (laughs) That's why I moved to the desert. And so now you're more comfortable (laughs) with the heat. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It, It was always when I, when I started looking into like different realms and, you know, are there different realms on earth? You know, my latest thought process was, is this is the are we in a in a realm at this point on earth because everything is pretty dark and and there are we have joys but there is a lot of darkness are we in a realm that we need to sort of graduate from to get out of this dark realm and then create almost a heaven on earth got you will you read that little thing that you had just found that you were reading to me before we started here laura i will i shall it says hell does not happen outside Hell happens inside. The environment each of us experiences the direct reflection of the state of our soul. Now, let me tell you why I think that that is very interesting Mm -hmm. as a concept, because you could have two people who live almost identically the same life, same environment, 
And one of them is going to say that their life was amazing and wonderful. Then you're going to have the other person who lived almost the identical life who's going to say that was hell, that Mm -hmm. was horrible. And so that's a very interesting concept that it is something that we create within ourselves, that it is. And to go further on that, if we are looking at, you know, our purpose here is to grow emotionally and spiritually and to become better humans and to have a better intent of mm-hmm. kindness and of love and all of that. For me, going to the dentist is like the worst thing in the entire world. Like Not the that, gynecologist, but the dentist. You know, I would rather, <laughs> I would much rather go to the gynecologist. I would much rather go to three gynecologists than the dentist. Than okay. the dentist. So, yes. So for me, on a day that like I have to go to the dentist, that is a living hell for me. That's like panic attack time, mm-hmm. you know. But I know one of my siblings hated to go, was terrified of going to the doctor because when she was little, she was tormented by a parent and was told continuously that they were going to, the doctor was going to kill them or was going to give them shots oh, or whatever. Lady. Okay. So she's terrified of the, of a going to a medical doctor, mm-hmm. but she loved her dentist growing up. That's just an interesting concept to me yeah. that, that the hell is actually what we create in ourselves. You want to repeat for anyone else who's just come on? What were uh, the concept that you just that I just read that says hell does not happen outside. Hell happens inside the environment. Each of us experiences is the direct reflection of our state, the state of our soul. There you go. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting there. If you look at the Buddhists, actually, they, they say that there's six realms of rebirth and existence. They have the gods, the demigods, humans, animals, hungry ghosts and hells. So, I mean, do you think it's we we have to go through each of those realms to reach our spiritual maturity? Well, I don't I don't know that I believe in all of those. I don't. What is a hungry ghost? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If anybody out there understands um, Buddhism and what a hungry ghost is, I'm. I'm just I'm completely serious. Not so much of what, you know, what each of them means. Just do you think that we have to graduate each of those levels to become to get the top of our existence, our spirituality? I, I I have not read about that. I would need to know what a hungry ghost is before I can answer that question. <laughs> Maybe you're in the hungry ghost phase right now. Maybe I'm in hungry ghost phase right now. Exactly. <laughs> Feel free, anyone listening, to jump on as a guest. We would love to hear what you have to say. Laura, what is your concept of the Buddhism? Do you believe in the seven, those the seven six realms? Was it six? Six realms. I appreciate Buddhism a lot, <laughs> if that's a word. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we're each supposed to pass through one of these realms or or each of those. Do we get to be gods? You know, according to so. that, we, we reach a point that, that we would be a god. I don't know. My, my point was... And I don't I think this, you're on Earth, but I think that there is another space would, someday. That would be fun, though. Well, I just <laughs> want to be, be a little Thor. Or... I just want to be in a different reality than you because you and Thunderbolts, not a good choice. Oh, come on. Coming out of the eyes. I don't know. I... For a long time, I always thought that hell was on earth, that we were sent here. I don't know if it's to pay for something we did in a past life. I think that's your Catholic or, talking. Right? I don't know what, <laughs> what gets influenced by that because the one of the newest beliefs I have is that we agree to come to this earth to to learn something and have it a human experience, right? A spiritual a human experience. When you read the Bible, they, they explain hell as something ugly, right? Something scary, it almost seems like. But does that come from translations as well? Well, or, I don't believe that, uh, number one, 
just to give everybody kind of a heads up of our belief, my own personal belief system. I believe, I don't believe in organized religion. I believe in a higher power. I refer to him as God, Heavenly Father. Um, he's, he's my dad and I have a direct connection with him. That is just kind of my belief system. But I believe that it doesn't matter if you call it God, uh, Mother Earth, energy, you know, um, higher power. It's all exactly the same thing. We just call it by different names. There are a lot of things in the in religious scripture that I just don't connect with because the God I know, my higher power, my my deity, if you will, is this amazing, loving guy who has who loves me exactly as I am. He hopes for me to be kind and loving and to have loving and kind intent. I didn't come here with with a path that he wanted me to take. I came here with I told him before I ever came here, look, these are the things I want to learn. This is who I want to be. And this is the kind of God someday I want to be or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he said, okay, if that's what you want to do, that's great. These are the lessons you're going to have to learn. And so these are the things that you're going to have to learn on earth or hell, whatever he called it. And I agreed to it. And I agreed to Mm -hmm. it. The person I was four years ago and the person I am today are night and day. Totally different human being. To be able to just grow and be okay with, I don't call them mistakes, I call them learning experience. To be able to say, hey, you know what? That was not good. I jacked that one up pretty good. And maybe we need to try that again and learn from it. It is when we don't take ownership of it, when we do something crappy to somebody, and then we make all these excuses of why. (laughs) My favorite thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But we make all these excuses of, well, I did that because you did this, or I did that. Well, but when we take ownership of it and say, you know what? It doesn't matter what you did or said because I'm not responsible mm-hmm. for your path. I'm responsible for my own. And no matter how you behave, it only shows weakness on my part if I'm allowing you to alter who I am by your behavior. Yeah. And when I take ownership of my behavior, that's when I start to realize that I have a choice. I get to choose because if I have to take ownership of it, yeah. that means I get to choose. Yeah. And that's how we start actually finding our space of self-love. Right. I feel almost uh, as well as, you know, if you do commit a, you know, in quotation marks, a sin, you know, as as Catholics, we were taught the more you sin, the more likely you're going to hell. I think, uh, you know, we all make our mistakes and learning experiences. And I think it's just having the awareness of that and not reproducing it over and over again that gives you the chance to get to heaven, I guess, if that makes sense. Right. Why would we be sent, as we believe in God, that we be, be sent here and then punished because you didn't do it right? Yeah. You know, it's almost like in school where, you know, kids get punished with summer school because they didn't learn the same way other kids did. So right. now you're punished and you got to go to summer school. So you came to earth. Um, the circumstances you were put in and the experiences you had did not lead you to learn what you're supposed to learn. So you know what? You're going to get out of here. You're out of here. And I, another belief that I have is that there we are born with an equal amount of light and darkness. Mm-hmm. And we need to allow our light to eliminate. You know, how do you get rid of Alert. darkness yeah. is lighting exactly. it up. So the more we let darkness overcome and take over our lives, yeah. the less light we'll have to carry on to our next realm, if you want to call it, or to heaven. 
and that we'll have to come back and retrieve that, exactly. if that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's sort of my belief that I'll have to be a being of just light. Well, my my view of of hell, if you will, of how um, organized religion describes hell mm -hmm. is I look at that and as a mom, I would never do that to my child. No. You can punish them for a little bit. I, I'd spank their little booties, <laughs> yeah. but well, they're they're way too old for me to spank their booties anymore. But but I would never, as a mom, subject my child to such horrific pain and suffering, and condemn them for eternity and, was just what we're thought for we're thought. Le for their learning experiences, right? And the God that I know that I believe in. Mm -hmm. He is so much more of a parent than I am. Like, he is 10 times better at being at parenting than I am. Why would he if I wouldn't? Yeah. Why, why would, would he, he submit you to that? Yeah. Exactly. A point I was going to bring up, for example, is, you know, people that come back and have those near-death experiences, at least that's what they believe they, mm -hmm. they're going through, they all have seen a tunnel of light. Mm -hmm. I have never uh, heard of somebody coming back and going, oh, my God, I went to hell. Are they not admitting it, right? Like, maybe <laughs> they did, and they don't want to admit that, so they just keep their mouths quiet. But the majority of the stories are that they see this light, right? Right. So, you know, what what are your thoughts on that? Or anybody out there, any thoughts? Or have you had an experience? So, Emily, we're going to ask you if you have ever had a near-death experience. Or she wants to share something Or else you want to share. Oh, Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so, I love to talk about this. I have been drawn to death since as long as I remember being conscious. And um, now I know I'm a spiritual medium, the trauma of the pandemic uh, as a nurse, uh, you know, made me take time off from work because I'm sick right now, you know, from being sick for two years. Or... But then this amazing thing happened. Like I can see spirit now. And I'm remembering all the times I did have a clear audio experience and I was just a busy mom and brushed it away, but apparently, you know, because there were so many, you know, hundreds of millions of, well, we don't know really how many people, but a lot of people died and they died alone. And as a nurse, I saw that traumatized me because I'm a hospice nurse. I went back to the hospital with help and it really hurt me not to be able to comfort the dying and they died alone because we weren't supposed to stay in the rooms because, you know, we would get sick and we certainly did. Um, so everybody's traumatized. So a lot of people who, you know, have these clairs or these psychic gifts, um, if they are feeling called, uh, they're developing quite quickly right now because there's such a need. So you are absolutely been, correct. There is an acceleration <laughs> of that. An ex so Laura yeah, and I, uh, Laura and I actually um, own a holistic healing center called Free Will Healing and yeah, in St. George, Utah. I'm an emotional trauma intuitive, oh, and Laura is an all-around badass. <laughs> Ex-nurse, or still a nurse, but don't yeah. practice right now. Yep. Uh, she does yoga and meditation, inner child work. Um, she's just absolutely phenomenal. And we actually opened our space to bring on other holistic healers and energy Sweet. healers. I'm to a give 1099. I'm sorry? I, I'm at 1099. I'm opening up an angel RN healing LLC to heal the caregivers because no one's taking care of these nurses who've sacrificed. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we talk about that all the time. Yep. Healers need healers. Yep. Yes. And um, we actually do seminars to help healers to um, take care of themselves so that they can continue to take care of others. So that's we just actually... Had a Reiki master in here earlier yeah. today that so, we were working so, with. So uh, speaking of you witnessing, you know, these deaths, did you did you have an experience of anybody actually coming back and saying, I saw yes. the light? Or... Yes, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, please share I, with I us. 
I'm going to run out of time. I've got 30 seconds. You can ask, you um, can ask to come back. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, so yeah, um, I've had actually patients come back and visit me and I've had physical mediumship happen between souls on the other side. And they're saying goodbye, especially maybe an Alzheimer's patient that never could speak to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had that happen and I kept having synchronicities with that family for an entire year. And it was just, it was one of those things that made me realize I have these abilities. I really had to be smacked in the forehead with a two by four because I, you know, with my trauma background, I tend to compartmentalize a lot of my experiences. <laughs> oh, oh, oh so, no. yeah. Okay. So if you request it, there we go. Maybe that's her again, or we have somebody else. She'll be back. Here we come. <laughs> so Emily, thank you. Um, for- yeah. I saw- <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I- I had a patient, it was my very first hospice death. I'd been in clinical research for 20 years, very much analytical mind, critical thinking, was killing my soul. I saw the corruption in the pharmaceutical industry, didn't want to be complicit. And the universe kind of pushed me out. And uh, so I did some soul coach training and actually done that work internally yet. I couldn't start doing it yet. So um, I had a clear audience experience and I was just making the bed one day and I heard it and, and it was like cathedral ceilings in this room. And it said hospice. It was, it was like powerful. It wasn't super friendly, but I heard it with my ears. It echoed in the room and I was like, okay. And I got online and there was an open interview the very next day, 10 miles from my house. And they hired me on the spot, even though it'd been 20, 25 years since I touched a patient. Oh, and wow. uh, when they asked me what I, why I felt qualified, it was like a clear cognizant response because it was too wise to be me. I was worried about that question. I wasn't sure how I was going to answer it, but somehow spirit guided me to say, Hey, you know, I, I have the empathy and the compassion that cannot be taught. And the other stuff is just technical. Right. And she loved that because that's exactly right. Like, you don't, if you're afraid of the dying, don't be with the dying. If you're not good with children, don't be a nanny. Exactly. Find your strength. Exactly. Excellent point. Excellent point, Emily. All of the time, we have people tell us all the time, I couldn't do what you do. And we tell them all the time, we're like, and that's okay, because no human is more vital than any other human. Some of us are just different. We feel energy in a different way. We have a concept of we are able to manipulate energy in a way that's just different. It is a gift from, you know, I, I use God. It's a, to me, it's a gift from God. And, but the work I had to do to get there took 50 or 48 years <laughs> for me to get to a, that space. It's a purification process. Now you can speak with authenticity about pain and suffering and grief. Exactly. And how do you heal something that you have no concept of? Right. And, not that, asked, and don't get me I wrong. I the Catholic priests about that all the time. They don't always have a good response for me. Well, and the thing is this, is that not that I heal anything. I, I heal nothing. I just hold a really big flashlight and show other people the path and right. allow them and their higher power to find, you know, to choose which path they want to take and be there yeah. to support them. You know, it's it's one of those things of we love you either way. So yeah. you're going to run out of, out, you're running out of time again, Emily. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank and, you. Bless you. Um, check out free will. Check out Free Will Healing, Emily, freewillhealing.com. It's freewillhealing.com. And if you want to check that out and you can kind of see what we do, we're looking for a death doula. Just saying. Well, hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. How are you guys? I just wanted to stop in and say hi. 
No, don't just stop in and say hi. Do you have a minute or two or three? I have three. Sure. <laughs> I need to adjust that time uh, time limit yeah. on there. So, what do you what do you think of our uh, concept here? What we're doing is we're talking about: Do you believe that the hell that has been talked about in you know scriptures and in um, other spaces? Do you feel that that is actually a concept, or, or is it internal, or is it internal, or is it a space, or is it? Are we living it? Well, there's a bunch of different interpretations for this. <laughs> but I want <went> yours. <laughs> <laughs> Primarily, I guess, my interpretation would be it's, it's another label for a state of mind that we find ourselves in. Awesome. Awesome. See, this is why we love you, Dr. Wiseman. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I hope there's I hope there's more than just this answer. But uh, <laughs> I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to, right? Is is that technically? I mean, there we obviously don't transmit our our spiritual being to that another location that is condemned to these horrible things for eternity. That's that's simply a state of mind that I. My take on it would be that it's more filled with guilt and shame oh, yeah. that we've absorbed and that we're trying to eradicate. We're trying to handle whatever, however you want to phrase that. But I think it's a it's a, not really a place that we're going to go. And uh, being that I work here in hell, uh, some days, <laughs> um, I, I don't recognize anybody new lately. <laughs> So well, I don't well, know that just, it's a place to go. <laughs> I I think I may have popped my head in Saturday night. Did you see me or no? <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> oh, you were off Saturday night. I was I was probably where was I Saturday? Ah, okay. <laughs> what is today? Today's Friday. Saturday. Oh yeah, I I wasn't on Saturday night. I don't think. So that's why I didn't see you there. I just popped in for a second though. Yep. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, Saturday nights I'm, I'm typically, uh, in a group session, so I don't know that I would be online. Oh, no, I was talking about you said you worked in hell. Oh, and I said, oh, and I, I, said I, I popped my head in oh, Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see anybody there. No. <laughs> no. Nope. That's funny. Well, but anyway, the, thank you. I, I only know I got a couple. Thank you. Okay. We love you, sir. You have a good day. So, and uh, back to the, earth uh, actually being hell there you we know. go i um you know raising my children i had that dilemma do i do i even talk to them about hell do i bring in my experience and what i think you know but is that going to not brainwash but is that going to fill their minds with thoughts that aren't their own like right how do you approach it nowadays i'm definitely will not teach them the fire and brimstone uh method but we growing up the Catholic and then changing to non-denominational, they, they did continue with a hell. They made it, they made it a more like pleasant thing about the Bible, but you know, they did continue with hell. So it's, it's, it's a dilemma. Like how do you raise your children with this? Gotcha. Yeah, I do. I do agree with you hundred percent, but I think that honesty of just explaining, I mean, how, how, what is the best way to teach a child, right? We speak our truth. We speak our truth with no fear of judgment and we say, hey, here's the deal. This is what I believe and whatever it is that you choose to believe, I'm going to love you exactly as you are. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to love you exactly as you are because that's what God says to us. He gave us one promise that was free will. And again, whether you believe in God, higher power, mother earth, universe, mm -hmm. cosmos, it's all exactly the same thing. We just call it by different names, yeah. but my truth is God. So that's, I use that terminology. The thing is, is that we are loved exactly as we are and we are given free will. If we give our child a balloon and we say, hey, here's a gift. I'm going to give you this gift of this balloon. And they blow up that balloon and they blow up that balloon and they blow up that balloon. We may at some point kind of stop them and be like, hey, 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 you know, just a little heads up. If you keep blowing that up, it may pop and it may create some emotional or physical pain. Mm -hmm. And you may not want to do that. And they keep blowing it up and they keep blowing it up and then it pops. Do we then punish them? Well, no. No, because they just learned a lesson all mm -hmm. on their own. They learned. I'm going to do that one again. And so yeah. am I then going to turn around and punish that child for not playing with the balloon that I gave him? Am I going to punish him? Well, no, I'm not going to do that. So why would God? So we have another guest here. We got – oh, she – she went no, too she, fast. I <laughs> we'll see her here in one second. Oh, oh, I think you hit you hit there us you up accidentally. Hello, Soy, how are you? Hi, Tana and Laura. How are Hello. you? So, uh, there's somebody else got... talking, right? Do you want to go back there and you can put me on hold? No, oh, no, 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 no. You were first. You were first. We got gotcha. you. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, so obviously I've been on a process like for a few years um, since I have realized, you know, that I'm not the door, meaning like the person who does claims to do the things he does. Mm -hmm. And to I kind of like start to understand like energy and realize um, something much higher than my free will itself and my ability to claim uh, on to the things I do or into the thoughts and things I've got uh, throughout my lifetime. And to me, the concept of heaven, hell, like the other person who had, had spoke previously, uh, was perfectly, you know, um, said, like, it is a state, but I think it's not just a state of mind, but it's also a state of consciousness. Agreed. Where, where I feel like earth, like the entire like earth can be like that school where there are like different dimensions where human beings um, express themselves, you know, from different states of consciousness. And like you said, the balloon sometimes explodes and that can make our consciousness so like dirty or congested, polluted and put ourselves into like that state of hell, like not knowing what to do, confusion, like that thinking mind process, clingy, clinging from one thing to the next or like angry or like orchestrating, even like getting caught in orchestrations from demons, you know, from evil forces, which I've saw myself many times on that. Um, so I feel like that process, you know, for us to get out of that zone requires a lot of self-love, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of uh, discernment, which comes with time because we can also get upset of ourselves when we like, you know, cling, cling on a thought and decide to take action from it. And then realize that wasn't like a good thing for us that kind of led into something bad because the universe, the universe doesn't see good and bad. It sees things the way it is. But obviously there is like a supremacy that can discern, you know, uh, with the logic of, of, uh, of things and like the, um, and understands kind of like what it is that um, is good for all versus that is creating destruction, like 
creation destruction, you know, sort right, of thing. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I kind of wanted to channel all of that, but well, again, that it's not mine. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with yeah. us. We really appreciate you. You have inspired me, Soy, to uh, share something. I know your time's running out here. So I'll have you and Emily, don't ha don't hang up on us. We're going to get to you in just one second. Everyone out there, I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer yes or you can answer no. And I'm going to love you either way. It doesn't matter because I choose who I love. No one controls me. N no one will ever control me again. I choose. So to everyone listening, and I want you to answer out loud yes or no. You ready? Can you forgive yourself for being human and flawed just like everyone else? Because Christ didn't die so that God could forgive us because God already had perfect forgiveness. Christ died so that we could forgive ourselves. Forgive ourselves. Because when we hold on to, just like Soy was talking about, that guilt and that shame, and Dr. Wiseman was talking about the guilt and the shame, that is how dark energy is. Like Laura said, we're born with, with dark and light. And for us to be able to fill ourselves with that light and not let that darkness take over, we have to see the truth of things. And the truth is that you're loved exactly as you are. And it is that dark side of you that wants to have the guilt and the shame and forgive yourself. Learn from it. Don't continue to do it, but learn from it. Forgive yourself and allow that darkness to dissipate so that you can fill yourself with light, so that you can fill this world with light. I think you should ask the question one more time because I felt a lot of no's coming through. Okay. I felt some not all light energy. So go ahead and ask it one more time. Okay. So... I'm going to ask one more time, and then, Emily, we're going to grab you. At this time, can you honor your brother Christ and forgive yourself for being human and flawed just like everyone else? Yeah, there, All right. There's some stubborn people out there, but they'll, they'll get okay. to it. They'll yes. get to it. We're having the lovely. And excuse us, we're, we're learning a little bit about wisdom. I believe I need to add some more time to each person. So <laughs> next round, we'll, we'll give everybody some more oh, time. Yeah. I don't want to cancel the, the thing I hear accidentally by adding more time. Yeah. So. Hello, Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi. So just real quick, because I've been studying near-death experiences, being a, a Catholic of upbringing too, I was very mm. afraid of Judgment Day. And so there was yes. a nice woman. Business, and I see it at the hospice side too. They're very afraid. My Catholics hold on way longer than they should. Um, but anyway, um, she had died of an anaphylactic or an allergic reaction to something. Uh -huh. She was going to live, but she was just vibing with her spirit guide, like a wise old soul from deep in her ancestral lineage that knew her forever, but has been with her, you know, and, you know, with her on and off, especially during stressful times. And he uh -huh. said, yeah, You're going to have to go back, but he let her ask a question. And she was wise. She used her one question to further her spiritual journey here. And she said, you know, can you please tell me what is the one true path to God? Because I'm getting all kinds of different spiritual insights. And yeah, I'm in this very strict and rigid dogma. And the soul intuited to her, um, psychically, and with a chuckle. And like, oh, you silly child. That would be like a toddler, parent, a toddler child asking their human parent, 
what type of cheese the moon is made of. And he said it with no, no judgment, but just like, you know, we have very rudimentary uh, cognitive skills down here. We have rudimentary language. Um, and it's a hard cookie place. It's an unadvanced place. It's, they say, new ages say, and I believe it, that since this is so rudimentary, um, and it's, we seem to be uh, wired for division, um, you know, that if you're here, you're already a fairly advanced soul in the reincarnation concept. And the reincar this is like, yeah, in a re more of a reincarnation concept. Or, you know, I, I have seen too many little people coming back with intricate knowledge about things that they shouldn't. And the only way I can explain that is, is through, you know, we must have more than one human life somewhere. You know, do we come back here? I, I don't know. I think we do sometimes. I think sometimes, how can we learn all of our lessons necessarily? In 60 I, and I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But I believe that we, you know, before we ever came to this earth, we, we sat down and we, we chatted and we said, okay, that this is the kind of... <clears throat> This is who I want to be, right? Yeah, and, like co-authoring. Yeah, right. And then God and I believe in a heavenly mother because you know it says all will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So if I'm if I have a desire for a mate, why wouldn't he have a desire for a mate? Right. But I believe that we sat down with mom and dad up there and said, "This is who I want to be." Then we, you know, came to this earth and we're learning all of these lessons. And we, like you said, can't do it all at one time. Like, I mean, that we don't have enough of a lifetime. And so I believe that we all go, everybody goes through on that planet, if you will. And then we all go back up into heaven and we sit around and we chat. And we're like, hey, what worked for you? What worked for you? You know, such, so forth and so on. And then we you know take our list and what can you mark off your list what what do you need to add to your list what what worked for you what didn't work for you and then we do it again we go through another planet but i think every planet is has a concept whether it's you know love and forgiveness self-love whatever it is and i believe that we continue to do that 15 times but we do it all together and i also think i don't believe that we like live in the you know 1200s and then live in the 2000s i think that that was a whole nother planet if you will what do you think is different realms yeah we live in different realms yeah so what happens after the fit what is your belief after the 15th time i was like you're done you you don't get into heaven? Or? Uh, no, because I believe that everyone eventually gets into heaven. The way that God explained it to me is, um, so after number 15, mm -hmm. right? If you've learned all of your lessons and all of that stuff and you are where you want to be, then you go on to what, whatever that next level of glory is or whatever whatever's going to happen. Is it harps on the clouds with wings? <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure if there are harps or not. I, I um while I have visited that space, I did not see you did any. did not witness harps? I did not witness any harps. I did not. I have heard music in that realm. I have. Oh, yeah, definitely. I hear the angel. Yeah. Well, I hear singing. I, mm -hmm. My upbringing tells me that it's angels. But, you know, I mean, I hear singing. Yeah. But I've never seen, like, little cherub angels with, you know, <laughs> like bows and arrows or yeah. harps or anything like that. But I do believe also that there is, well, I know that there is also something called continuing education. And Laura, do you want to share what continuing education is? I don't know what it is. You I mean, I know too. what it is in nursing terms. I got to go back and do my continuing. <laughs> you know what continuing education. So uh, people who have 
let's say I'm going to I'm going to go with like a serial killer or pedophile or, okay. you know, um, while I dark, something dark. If they have hit their last, their number 15, and they're still in that kind of space, I do believe that they have a continuing education, is how it was explained to me, that they then live another lifetime where they experience what... Oh, I remember now. Yeah. That they experience what they did to others. So like an eye for an eye. Well, yeah, kind of. And, And it's like they continue in that space until they get it, until they get it, and they're like, oh... Yeah, this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they change that mindset, I guess, yeah. if you will. Interesting. That's my my thought process. So we'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. We'll be wrapping up. If any of y'all have any questions, like to message us, you can reach us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. And uh, you can find us on any uh, podcast platform as well at the Oracle and the Warrior. And YouTube, correct? Right? And YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube. As also as the Oracle and Warrior. We have a few uh, episodes up there where we discuss the spirituality of different aspects of our societal life. Yep. And then we also have um, a podcast called Who Said You Have To? And in Who Said You Have To? It is the a lot of the same concepts, but we just go come from a societal, what society tells us is acceptable. And we question that. We change. We question all of we it. We question all of it. <laughs> um, and just find evidence of and find out where it came from, you know, what the the reason why we still follow that today. Right. Thank you so much for being on here with Thank us. Thank you to all our guests. Yeah. And, yes. and the, uh, you can also go to freewillhealing.com and learn more about Laura and I there. We're just so very grateful to have heard you and We love each one of you exactly as you are. Peace. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to help us keep it going, please consider donating to our Patreon account. You can use the link in the show notes. You can also help us by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle. And stand for truth, the warrior.